You're listening to Jim and Mike Talk. Recording at the, did you say, Seven Studios in beautiful Washington, New Jersey. And now, here are your hosts, Jim and Mike. So we've got a special show for you today. Mike and I talked to Kurt Ryle and Rick Ryle from the band The Grip Weeds, and we talk about the upcoming John Lennon tribute album, Gem Records celebrates John Lennon. And we also get into a little bit about John Lennon and the Beatles. So here's the interview. Enjoy. Today we have singer, songwriter, and drummer from the great New Jersey band, The Grip Weeds, Kurt Ryle. <laughs> Whoa, the crowd goes wild. Yeah. Man, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. So, so how are you doing? I'm oh, doing great, doing great. You look like you're in a lodge. Uh, kind of am. Yeah, okay. Uh, here's Rick. Hey. Hello there. Hey, Rick. How you doing, Rick? Hey. My name's Mike. Hey, hey Mike. Jim. Yeah, we're, we're actually in Studio North, House of Vibes, Studio North, in okay. uh, Saranac Lake, New York. Okay. Great. We have more than one studio. Yeah. I was wondering that. Yeah, New York, New York State's beautiful. Really. So we're up here recording. Upstate New York. Rick and I are up here recording. <laughs> yes, we are. We're recording the next Grip Weeds album. Very oh, cool. Wow. <laughs> so Excellent. why don't we talk about the um, John Lennon? That is what Gen- we're here for. Yes. Yeah. So what, uh, I see there's an array of different bands on here, and they're, are they mostly New Jersey bands, new, local bands? Well, um, there's, uh, they're mostly, I mean, everybody that's on it is, uh, is on the Gem Records label. It's called oh, okay. Gem Records Celebrates John Lennon. So it's a, yeah, okay. it's a collection from the stable of Gem Records artists. Uh, the Gold Needles are from uh, England. Oh, and, okay. Uh, the Jonathan Pushkar, I believe, is from uh, Nashville. Uh, and I'm not sure who else. What are the other artists on there? The Weaklings. We know. I know the, the Weaklings. Jersey. The Weaklings. Who are they? Yeah, the Weaklings. You're not sure. <laughs> oh yeah. Don't know, I don't care. Anderson Kenton. Yeah. I just ordered <laughs> my Gripweed shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I like Grip, your the, hat. The, the, the Gripweed Thank shirt didn't it's come very in. Very warm. <laughs> I got this. It's, uh, sweat, I, I hope. it's I ordered the uh, Christmas CD, and I got. I have another one. I have a backup hat. And this one wears out. I, I wear this a lot. Christmas CD. Yeah, I wear this a lot in the winter. So do I, actually. It's pretty warm. Did you, did you get to pick the two songs that you performed on the album? or Strawberry Fields and... You can't do that. You yeah. can't do that. Yes, <laughs> we, we did. We got to pick them. Um, and, you know, putting this album together uh, with Marty Scott. Marty Scott is the label president, and he came to me okay. 
he came to me with the idea to do this album and he asked me for my thoughts and uh you know I, I we started to go through you know what kind of stuff you'd want to hear on a, mm-hmm. a Lennon yeah. album and mm-hmm. um and he did give us a lot of latitude i mean he was careful not to have duplicates because if everybody did what they wanted oh yeah then you're going to yeah. have like oh let's all do strawberry fields or, yeah. You know, yeah everyone that would work <clears throat> so you had to know what they were going to Sure. What yeah. songs they wanted to do, and mm-hmm. yeah, so there I, weren't any duplicates. Yeah, I, I, I would say I served as co-producer on this album. Kurt mastered okay. the album. I, so. I mixed yeah. a lot of the tracks. I mastered the record, and I was kind of Marty's. Very cool. Marty, I would call executive producer. Mm-hmm. And now uh, he's in I a Beatles of, band. Marty's Correct. a big Beatles fan. Yeah. So are we? Is it? Isn't he? <laughs> he's in a band though, isn't he? A Beatles band? No, or no, I, you got a different one. That's a, <laughs> interesting. Marty Scott. There's, there's two. Oh, there is. Okay. Yes, there is a Marty Scott on wow. Facebook in the Beatles band. That's they're, true. They're Marty oh, Scott. two different guys then. Beatles legends. Yeah. So yeah, that's that, a different that, person. Interesting. And just to give you a little backstory, that that Marty, the other Marty Scott, is from the Chicago area, which we know him. Don't we? Yeah, we do. He's from a band. Okay. He used to be in a band on Black Vinyl Records in the '90s called the Critics. Okay. And, okay. Uh, and now he's George Harrison in a yeah. uh, Beatle band. Didn't but, we tour yeah. with Marty Scott? We did yes. way back then. But um, Marty Scott, our record our, our label Marty. guy, big, mm-hmm. obviously big Beatle fan and um, into power pop and into what we do and all that stuff. And um, so, you know, yeah, he was, he was uh, the executive producer on this, I would call him. And, and so he, Really, him and I kind of, you know, put it together. Him being, you know, the one who had the final say. Yeah. yeah. But I did a lot of the work on it. So we just got to sample the two songs that you play. And yeah. uh, when does the album come out? When is it? Is it released yet? No, no. It's, uh, no. it's time for, uh, to celebrate John's, what would have been his 80th birthday yeah. on right. October wow. 9th. So okay. that is release day. Yeah. So you I'm guys reminded... Who- yeah, yeah, I got this. Yeah. I'm reminded of John Lennon when watching uh, that film about uh, two months ago about the young man who uh, plays all the Beatles songs and nobody remembers the Beatles. And oh, so, yesterday? Uh, yes, that's yesterday. a fun yesterday, yeah. yeah. And so he goes out to the home, and there's John right. in his home. It's yeah. uh, it's a special moment, you know, for it everybody. It, who, it who absolutely loves is. I mean, it's how we would fantasize if he were still alive. We'd like to think of him that way. It just so you can walk out and have lunch with him right there, you yeah, know, at his right. home. Yeah. You know, go ahead, Kurt. I mean, I'm sure, you know, I'm not alone in, in thinking that we, we were robbed as a, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know, as a listening public of, of an incredible talent that the music that we will never hear, you know, yeah. because mm-hmm. someone did something really ridiculously stupid, you know. Because, and, uh, and because he was so personable. Right. Because he, yeah. Because he was. And, in the public, right? I didn't yeah. mind meeting fans and right. Yeah. Sure, you know, right. footage of him in '71 where the the guy shows up on his doorstep and he invites him in and they have breakfast at the oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's wow. a, it's from the yeah. Imagine sessions, but it's it's an Eleven mm-hmm. documentary. It's very kind yeah. of famous footage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you could say that maybe he was a little too trusting. Maybe what happened could, could have been. But, but uh, on the other hand, you know. Uh, it, when you trust, you usually, hopefully, you get back 
so much more when you when you oh, trust yeah. like that. You know? He lived so fully, and this this is commemorating what would be his 80th birthday. And was it or was it not 40 years old that he lived to? Yes. So yeah. it's half. So it's it's your double. We're we're yeah. we're twice as far. Right. Yeah. Right. 1980. They realized 19... just how short his his life was, his, and especially his creative life was essentially 20 years. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, and half of that was you know half of that was the Beatles. And then mm-hmm. a quarter of, or uh, maybe like a quarter of that was the solo output because he took so much time off in the middle of yeah. it. But look at how much McCartney has done <laughs> yeah. in all those years. <laughs> well, that's so what you won there. Yeah. Yeah. How much would yeah. a John Lennon have put out, you know? Yeah. Definitely. If he got to 80. Paul, but he would have definitely have been active to this day, yeah. I'm sure. And politically, I, I know. maybe. Yeah, yeah, politics. Where would he be? On that, yeah. I know that, <laughs> I know that uh, McCartney was a constant uh, competitive uh, thing with Lennon. It was always like, well, you know, he's making another record, and you know, mm-hmm. and and it was always mm-hmm. like, you know, he had to stay on that treadmill, you know. Yeah. yeah. In this, in the uh, movie Let It Be, I noticed the competitiveness and kind of the struggle for who's in charge here. You know, I could yeah, see that yeah. in in the in the movie and that was interesting i learned a lot from that documentary yeah because oh, yeah. i wasn't there you know so it was uh it was you good might to have to... heard that peter jackson is putting together a whole new take on Let oh it yeah i think it's supposed to come out i don't know when this year or next well, year supposed to be this year they bumped it till next year. probably yeah is there but footage when, that we haven't seen i would assume oh my that. god there's hours and hours of footage okay. according to what peter jackson says it's not as contentious as people think like there's a whole lot of camaraderie still in the Beatles even then that you will so see. So I could feel that in watching Let It Be that, that they were bringing that out. That was actually a theme that they were rolling through. The, the contentiousness there. Yeah, the, between them. They, 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 uh, the end of the Beatles. they cut yeah. it to emphasize that. That's you know, what I'm George, saying. Yeah, George I agree. had a, a, you know, a bone to pick with McCartney, apparently. But, you know, at that point, George had all these songs he was writing and he wasn't getting them on albums and well, yeah. you know, if you think about the time that that Let It Be was put out, it was at right when the band broke up, and it, it, it I think people were looking for an explanation of why it happened. Yeah, you know, and <laughs> yeah. and now when you go back, when you you know, uh, forty years or fifty, what is it, 50? 50, <laughs> fifty years later, years. fifty years, you know, fifty years later, it's you're looking through it from a, a distant, a different viewpoint, and you're looking at the music, and and you know. Just the idea that they came together to do a project and, you know, there was obviously something positive happening there. So, yeah, right. you know, and, and, and the music speaks for itself and stands the test of time, you know. Right. So uh, it's just sad that and, and then that actually Let It Be was not the end of the band because they did Abbey Road after that. And they mm-hmm, went on right. another year. You know, they went on basically another year after that album. So. Yeah, it, Let It Be it, it, was recorded before Abbey Road. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. January 69. January 69. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't occur to a lot of bands in 69 that you could say, take a hiatus for two years. And then no, yeah. you know, it had to be a permanent break back then. Well, I think yeah. they, they wanted to do that. But what happened was the managers, from well, what I've read, terrible man. From what I've read, Alan Klein was kind of the poison in there. And, and, mm-hmm. um, and it basically became, you know, a contentious thing. And, they, and the lawsuit is what really killed it. That's Carter true, had yeah. to sue the band. So, 
mm-hmm. was the end of that. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Hey, moving to uh, the grip weeds. Uh, I'm sure we have some listeners who aren't too familiar with you and the band. So, oh, how could uh, that be? Oh, come on. <laughs> that's Everybody what, knows and that's group. what we're here for. Hey, we're here in New Jersey. Knows. You know the grip weeds. Well, I've, I've got a friend in Iowa, you know, so let's see if okay, he hasn't heard of the grip weeds yet. Iowa yet. we got some friends in Iowa. We haven't toured there. So, uh, Kurt and Rick, tell us uh, who else is in the band and when did you guys form? Not the whole story, but, uh, you know, the brief. Well, who's in the band now? That would be, yeah. uh, well, Rick and I, and uh, we were the original members. Yeah, the originals. And then uh, Kristen mm-hmm. Pinnell Ryle, who is now my wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were boyfriend-girlfriend when she joined. And yeah. uh, He went out with her basically to get a guitarist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, we, we just found out. We were in the, we were in the What's your favorite color? Do you play an instrument? <laughs> well, you know what it was at the time? We lost a guitarist, and, uh, and mm-hmm. she was there. And, and we liked the same stuff. We were dating and we were all friends. And we were even thinking at the time, maybe we should do another kind of project outside with the three of us. And then it became right. mm-hmm. like, well, maybe we should bring Kristen into the band. And that, that brought up a whole other thing because it was like, when the group we formed, Rick and I were in college or just, just out of college. Right. Actually, I was in college. All right. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. when we first formed, we were kind of based on an updated version of a of a 60s band and we were doing a lot of mm-hmm. like very obscure kind of 60s rock uh zombies hollies beatles uh, you know all kinds of stuff birds so you're doing with a real cover fun. tunes right yeah, yeah a lot of b-sides yeah. we started yeah. out that way and yeah we, the good we stuff yeah they were original songs yeah the, yeah <laughs> we started writing our own yeah. songs and so that's we, what's new to you we so we writing. brought our we brought our songs into it gradually but you know, it was based on the idea of four swinging young guys. And right. so you <laughs> Yeah, swinging. And, yeah, and, swinging. And it was kind of like, okay, we had to rethink the formula, but it was, it was kind of a, a, a very easy consideration. It was like, well, she's so good, and yeah. she mm-hmm. brought an extra element to the band that was missing. Yeah. And um, so that's why she's been in the band now for over 25 yeah, years. Long story yeah. short, the, the, the three of us have been here for a long time and we've had a number mm-hmm. of bass players all good but, all the, really but good. the best one yeah. is uh is dave desantis who's he joined mm-hmm. us in 2012 so he's okay. now the longest serving bass and player we had we had. we had literally at the time the last bass player michael kelly he left the band and we had one audition and it was dave uh because wow. i had because we we run the studio house of vibes mm-hmm. and dave had come into the studio with another group and uh, I would just sort of thought, this guy's really one of us, but he doesn't know it. And, <laughs> and, and I was thinking, if we ever needed somebody, now this was like probably, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, December of 2011, and, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe November. And I was like, well, you know, if we ever need anybody, not like we do, but if we ever did, <laughs> he'd be the guy I'd like to call. And uh, I didn't realize that in January, we were going to need 2012, January, we were going to need someone. And he was the first guy I thought of. And it turned out he was the only guy to think of because he came in and absolutely slayed us in the audition. It was just, mm-hmm. it was like, well, that's that. So <laughs> cool. Fact, yeah. What's interesting, if you watch our video, Live Vibes, um, if you've mm-hmm. ever seen the DVD, uh, we're doing interviews and stuff. And Rick's clip took place right after we did the audition with Dave. So it totally okay. changed like the, 
uh, it changed your interview. I know that. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, it did. That's great. Yeah, so, you know, we You're been... not on camera, by the way. I, oh, oh, hello. <laughs> I saw half your face. Yeah. Uh, We're getting half your face. I'm just putting the other one together. More than half. You know, you're probably too close. So, you know, we've been, you know, we're an original band mostly. Kurt and I write most of the material. We're self-produced. Mm -hmm. um, Kurt and I also produce other artists in, in, in which we, you know, we're constantly getting ideas from other people. It's, it's great to produce other people because you, you see different way of making music. And, oh, why don't right. I try that? So you get yeah. to meet them, get to hear them. And yeah, yeah. that's yeah, the great thing about the production. And, and I think that's what's really served the, the grip weeds so well. It's different if you're um, nowadays, for instance, if you're a musician and you're, you know, you're recording yourself in your bedroom. And you're kind of right. in a vacuum. You're in a little bit of a bubble, right? Right. And, and a lot of people are doing that, right? I, yeah, a lot we, of people oh are God, doing yeah. that. But when you're... Especially like, now. For us, the, yeah, way right. we came, the way we came up with our studio, the studio grew alongside the band. And it started out... It was very strange. Yeah. It started out as a demo studio. And then we started letting... We started bringing in bands. And once mm -hmm. we started bringing in the bands, that let in all of the other ideas. And like, mm -hmm. oh, that's so all of a sudden you're a fly on the wall to another band's process. And like they approach the song this way and this is how they do their, uh, however they're doing their vocals. And you go, hmm, I kind of like that. Mm -hmm. Right. Maybe Let's try steal that. that. <laughs> what also happens. Always improving. Yeah. What also happens yeah. is like as, as producers and engineers, you know, we get a chance to try ideas out with them and what their music will spark something that maybe I'll try a whole new technique that That's I wouldn't true, have yeah. done. And I'll be, mm -hmm. I'll think like, okay, I'm going to do that on our next album. Yeah. You know, right. Because I just developed it for this. <laughs> so I just these are free, free ideas. Practice, so it's, yeah, it's practice. It's a real, yeah. like, you know, a give and take of ideas that's just happened and it, it enriches um, the Gripweed's music. And at the same time, in, I, I think we enrich the bands that come in oh, with our sure. experience. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. kind and of... Do you a, work with Gem uh, Records? Uh, I mean, do you... Are all their artists, do they record at your studio or is that? Or, or well, just... some of them have. It's not okay. a hard and fast rule. Some it's, of them have. Yeah. The Anderson Council have done practically all their records. Well, they, the Anderson Council were together before they were Gem artists. I, I think actually yeah. I brought them to Gem. Now, is is Mark Lindsay on Gem? Because no. I know you work with him, right? No, okay. Mark. Yeah, Mark. No, he's not a Gem artist. Okay. Um, Mark came about... I did a, a show with Mark way back in um, 2001, right after 9-11. Mm -hmm. And I got to meet Mark and we clicked instantly. Mm -hmm. And this was like this garage rock show that we did. And then um, he came to the studio to record because we have a mutual friend. And um, we, did a, we did a project and then he was so excited and we worked mm -hmm. so well together that we did another one. And then we did <laughs> another one. And mm -hmm. I think we did three or four. Uh, and then I got the call from him. Would you consider doing some live dates? You know, the group I need a band. backing up Mark, which was mm -hmm. an incredible experience for that us. That was really cool. So, but you know, long story short, Mark doesn't really have a label now other than his own. And he mm -hmm. puts out music okay. sporadically. Yeah. Um, you know, so he's not a gem artist. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wish, you know, I wish he was. <laughs> well, Mark, Mark taught us a lot, you know. But speaking of Mark, there's a connection with one of our tracks on the uh, Gem John Lennon collection. Uh, you can't okay. do that. Uh, yeah. We originally wanted to do that with Mark, 
And we actually played live. We played out live. We did that song with Mark singing. So, so cool. we, our idea was Mark was going to do the vocal on it. We, uh, mm -hmm. we, we, we did a, sh a special Beatles show. Uh, it's called Abbey Road on the River. It's like this festival in, yeah, in Kentucky. Yeah, we did that with Mark, and he, he came to us, and he said, we need some Beatles songs. We said, hey, how about You Can't Do That? It'd be perfect for you. Mm -hmm. So if, so, you, if yeah. you listen to our version of You Can't Do That, uh, we were trying to kind of be like an updated Raiders <laughs> right. on it. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a Vox organ, and we're trying to, how would the Raiders do this in a modern way? And that's kind mm -hmm. of how we thought of it. But then because of COVID, uh, Mark was not able to put a vocal on it. We're all like separate mm -hmm. and isolated, and... Yeah. He's wherever he is, Florida. Yeah. And we, we, well, luckily we can sing. So yeah, <laughs> no, the, the harmonies on that. We just, no, we that's, that was a great version was, of that it song. Was, it was originally intended for Mark, so that was an interesting story about that. And that is a great backstory yeah, with that. The yeah, please have great, great harmonies. Yeah, I enjoy the harmonies, and uh, I'm a drummer as well, Kurt. And so oh, cool. when you're talking when you're talking about the bass, you know, looking for that that bass player, you know, there is a certain connection when the bass player and drummer are jamming to get that feel together. So I'm sure you, you felt that with the, the new bass player. Absolutely. That, that, was, that was really like for me, I mean, that was it right there. He, he really played uh, to me and locked yeah. with me. And he mm -hmm. actually makes me play a lot better and a little bit more yeah. uh, in time, I guess, or, mm -hmm. or a yeah. little bit more steady because he's so, he's like an anchor. You yeah, know? that's great. But back to the um, back to you can't do that quickly. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, the thing about doing cover versions, especially Beatles versions. Oh yeah. I mean, because yeah. the originals are just so good. It's mm -hmm. kind of like what can you bring to the table mm -hmm. to yeah. make a cover worthy of even being listened to mm -hmm. uh, in my mm -hmm. in our estimation. I mean, why would you even bother if if, if you're just going to do a, a rubber stamp of what's there? So right. yeah, you know. Our thinking was, what else, what's there in the song that we can mine, you know? And one of the things was harmonies that yeah, weren't yeah. necessarily that much there, and you can't do that. And then when Mark couldn't do the song, you know, we kind of thought, oh, we'll just, we'll do our Gripweeds thing on it. And, and yeah. Rick, and, mm -hmm. Rick no, did the lead vocal, and I did the harmonies. So it just kind of came about organically, but also because we wanted to find another way to do the song. Right. You know, and I kind of wanted that more... 60s almost r&b you know as if mm -hmm. uh let's say it was satisfaction like a rolling stone satisfaction right you know bah, uh, right. Da, 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 da. Well, it's supposed to be a horn you know like the yeah. sax but they couldn't yeah. play sax so they used mm -hmm. the fuzz guitar and we kind of yeah. did the same thing mm -hmm. yeah no, that's a great great rendition jimmy had another yeah. question or did you uh well i was gonna real quick about back to the bass player i want yeah. to ask if if rick's if Rick had a, if Rick's girlfriend played bass, would she be in the band? Would she yeah, in Well, band? my wife actually is a singer and songwriter, and I, I work with her outside of the grip weeds. So oh, right. she can't play bass, though. She's not a oh, bass player. Okay. Not going to happen. So as far as singing, do three yeah. of you sing, the three of you sing, or does the bass player also sing, or how many people in the band sing? Well, yeah, Dave, um, yeah, he can sing, and he, he yeah. fills mm -hmm. out the harmonies. Let me just say that, it's really actually helpful having one member that's not family. <laughs> it really is. Because yeah. I, I think it would devolve. <laughs> that would be interesting. I think yeah. it would kind of devolve into this, like, you know, uh, holiday nightmare. Yeah. If, mm -hmm. We have the one guy out there who kind of, like, 
as I said before, he's like the anchor. He kind yeah. of like steadies everything. He's, he reminds you that you're a band. Yeah, yeah. I thought maybe it was a cousin, you know. <laughs> right. You know, like I mean, like the Beach the... Boys, Mike Love. Yeah. 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 yeah they got Mike He's Love. still a relative. Mike Love to keep the peace, Mike Love. It, it can be a little, like, combustible <laughs> when you have family and you're working together. You know, as it is, you know, brother, wife, you know, the right. relationships have – these relationships have – other dynamics, you know, outside. Yeah, of oh, yeah. yeah it's So, you know, having the work relationship along with the personal relationship, mm -hmm. there, there's an art to making that work. And it's yeah. good to have one of the guys kind of outside, but inside, but outside, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, just to have enough um, distance to mm -hmm. keep us all in line. You know? yeah, yeah. Not in the family. Yeah, not in the family. <laughs> yeah, it's better this way. Trust me. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So are you, um, are you planning any... John Lennon, like tribute concerts. John Lennon. Yeah, there, there is something. There is one. I mean, this, this whole COVID-19 uh, yeah. disaster mm -hmm. uh, has sort of thrown our, our live. Um, thrown everybody's oh, yeah. live shows. Our yes. lives, it's kind of put our live shows in a, in a bit of a tailspin. And, right. And, uh, a little bit of an uncertainty. I mean, we did do an uh, online performance on Memorial Day. It's kind of mm -hmm. what yeah, we can you do can, right Which now. you can actually yeah. find. But yeah. that said, I mean, there, there is a, a show that we're trying to pull together. Or I should say Gem Records is, is working on this. And mm -hmm. it's not something that we can talk about right now because it's not, yeah. um, okay. it's not uh, official, but they're really trying to get we're something to together. Hopefully okay. it'll happen. And uh, just, yeah. you know what, pray and maybe we'll be lucky. Because yeah. they're doing these parking lot concerts. Yeah, yeah that's like it. that Park. could be one. It yeah. could yeah. be something yeah. like that. That's a possibility. I could try the that movie theater. Happen, mm -hmm. If that doesn't happen, I, mm -hmm. I'm, I assume or I hope, I think we'll do some other kind of promotion. Like a streaming. Like a streaming. Or we'll even a streaming concert. Online. Yeah, well, yeah. We're, we're planning some things like that anyway. Yeah. So, but, but yeah. there is a possibility for a show for the Lennon um, celebration. Okay. Cool. I got to bring up one more thing for our listeners who can't see you guys on video, and that's your hair. You know, uh, Jim and I, <laughs> you're not right. too far. <laughs> I don't know. You're not too far in age, probably, from Jim and I. And, uh, you know, we both have quarter, we both have quarter inch hair underneath these hats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I admire it. I, it's, it's, uh, it's great. It goes with. It's all. It's that. Dad. dad gave us the hair genes. Our dad. <laughs> oh, yes. Genetic is from your dad. He had his hair all the way to whatever his age was when he put seventies or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Our dad had yeah. hair. So. We're, we were blessed, and and uh, we but, got dad's hair. But you know, there are a lot of guys that do have full heads of hair that cut it all off, and you're kind of going, yeah. "Why would you do that?" Well, you, can't, <laughs> well, you yeah. can't now because you know it's harder to get a haircut now. So we'll probably yeah, put the video out on YouTube though, so yeah. they well, can see your hair. We'll probably put the video out on YouTube. Mine's wet, Segment? It's Segments of it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, mostly you, do audio. Yeah. But. Well, you guys enjoy that lodge you're at there, right? It's, it's all I see is oh, wood behind you. Uh, I, I love it. It looks great. Uh, we're going to do some more recording after we get off uh, yeah, the, the, the meeting. Yeah, the next album. We're, we're working. We've been working for since, um, since March on this new album. So you have uh, a title? Yeah. Nope. Uh, we do have okay. one, but you know, this is all like. No you know what? So we'd love to come back yeah. on your show when that when yeah. that record is ready. Sometime next year, it will be ready. We'll do a more. Uh, <laughs> we'll do a more extensive interview then. That yeah. would be great about, about yeah. the band. And, yeah. Yeah. We were doing um, the, this album 
And then uh, we decided to do the live uh, recording and, and live uh, video of um, the monkey song. Oh, yeah. Uh, we did for, for Pete's, Pete's sake. sake. Oh, okay, for okay. Pete's sake, stay at home. That was the title. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then, and then this, uh, you know, Marty came to us with uh, this, this gem record, Celebrates John Lennon project. So we were like, okay, well, we're recording anyway. We'll just put these two mm -hmm. songs in the mix. Right. So it's been, uh, right. you know, kind of so, a little carve out of a couple so, things. Also, right. for, Pete's sake, for Pete's sake, was a little tribute to Peter Tork, who died last year. Yeah. Uh, we actually yeah. played a number of gigs with Peter Tork, so we knew him personally. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah I, met, a, I met Peter. I really met Mickey. Him. I met yeah. Davey in yeah, 2009. Yeah. 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 He talked to my wife on the phone. Was <laughs> <laughs> that Chiller? autograph show oh yeah you were yeah. there and i went up to him and asked him if he'd talk to my wife and he said sure what's her name and i handed <laughs> him the phone he <laughs> talked cool. to her for a couple minutes so well we've had i tell you we, we were on a cruise with mark Lindsay, and and we okay. um mickey dolan's was like the master of ceremonies he was like mm -hmm. the, i don't know what you call it. i guess that's it yeah uh, master, the master of ceremonies it was called the flower <laughs> MC yeah. and he, mc um, monkey yeah. mc dolan yeah sea monkeys <laughs> and, uh, and he was he was hanging out uh and making himself he was very public at this thing and anyway mm -hmm. we did you know a that? um we did a little bit with him, and uh, Mark brought him in at the end of uh, I'm Not Your Stepping Stone because both oh. the Raiders and the Monkeys did it. So yeah. um, we had a chance to talk to like work with yeah, Mickey, but great. then we also got mm -hmm. to talk to him, and we talked to him for He's hours. Fabulous guy, yeah. It was really, really nice yeah. to like really, uh, you know, get a different side of of Mickey, and it wasn't like, and it was interesting because we weren't we were fans, but we weren't being mm -hmm. treated as fans. We were being treated as how are we going to pull off this song? We're, what are we going to do? Bands, you know, you know, what are we going to yeah. do with the band? And how do we work out the bit that you're going to do? And so yeah. it, was, it was a more like a musical connection with him, which was nice. You know, it yeah. was very cool. Yeah. It was very, very nice. Mm -hmm. So it was nice to, to talk to him. So um, again, what is it? October 9th? The, October 9th is, is the John release Lennon's date. birthday. Uh, right. Yeah. Very, and where, very, where will they be able to, to get the... CD or um, well, download. At this point, if you can go into a store, go for it. <laughs> okay. but, um, if you can't, definitely Amazon, yeah. definitely mm -hmm. iTunes, uh, definitely any streaming outlets. How about your so website? Site will it be, what? Will we be able to get it on the Gripweeds website? I think we're going to have them for sale. Okay. Absolutely. Probably. Yeah, I think we're okay. going to do something. So Gripweeds.com. Oh, yeah. There, there yeah. is vinyl. There's if you like vinyl, vinyl oh, there's going to be a cool. vinyl version. Yeah, it's going to be on like transparent red vinyl. Wow. wow. I love color vinyl. And I, I yeah, think it's translucent. Really cool that Marty got the uh, rights to use that Hirschfeld um, drawing. Yeah, the cover is amazing. Yeah. Illustration, yeah. which is kind of cool. So that adds, that gives another little element to it. Oh, yeah. And you know, you got yeah. Richard Barone on there, which is cool. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, it's some good, really good versions of, of the songs on here. The Weaklings did a couple of great great uh tracks certainly there's a new jam records band called the midnight callers okay and, uh, they did a couple songs on here yeah it which, won't be long yeah i put nature i actually okay. mixed those tracks and the uh i played drums on the um anderson council track and also on the gold needles tracks i played drums okay so, cool yeah okay. and i look for that so yeah i did a lot of work on this thing <laughs> and, uh, it's great that it's finally coming out. And what was really good was when we mastered it, when I mastered the album, when we put it all together, 
how well it actually flowed, you know, mm-hmm. like song to song. It, it right, kinda, right. And it's an it's a nice collection. It's another like alternate way of listening to Lennon's work, and um, mm-hmm. you know, just it's it's entertaining. You know, I mm-hmm. I think it's entertaining. You know, yeah. so I, I'm hopefully people will feel that way. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Okay. So right. Right. Kurt, thank you, Kurt and Rick. Kurt and Rick, Kurt. Kurt and Rick yeah. Ryle. Uh, thank you, uh, half of the Brickweeds. We can we'll do another interview. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we'll do something else when we're uh, when we're done with the record, which will be next year. Yeah, and hopefully yeah. we'll be able to just come out and play live at that time. That's what we're hoping. Great. You know, we'll a lot of people are hoping yeah. that. I'll wear my grip weeds, I'll wear my grip weeds hat to the next interview. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks yeah. a lot. Thanks for your time. Thank you. And we'll, you we'll catch talk you again. Catch you next time. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Be well. Thank you, too. too. Intro and exit music by the band 99%. Today's show was produced and edited by Jim Thatcher. You can find Jim and Mike Toth on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and their host site, Podbean. The song After the Sunrise was used with permission from Kurt Ryan.